and welcome back to the rip this is episode 11 on vince we got damon here welcome damon it's been a while thanks man it's good to be back yeah pretty good you're dripped out right now clearly just rocking my look camel pants black tops classic snapback you got the I'm easy, I'm you got easy the, man. You got the rolly right there? No, uh, no, it's no rolly. Yeah. Keep it simple, <laughs> just fossil. Hey, you know, you can still have nice things without breaking the bank. That's true, that's true. I mean, you're saying you got those pants for like two for one? Or oh, wait. One, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. One for one or something? Yeah, like? yeah, yeah. Champs, they uh, had almost like a buy one, get one free kind of deal. And it's like all my old ones are all worn and torn, so I got an upgrade. Fuck okay, you gotta keep me on speed dial for shit like that. Yes, sir. For real, man. I love me some camel, but. Seriously, a lot, a lot going on this week. Seriously, man. A lot, a lot going on this week, but uh, I think just a lot going on like over like the past like weeks, months. I mean, shoot. I mean, finally uh, starting to see uh, things kind of getting back to normal with the world. You know, we got the Olympics wrapping up. Um, mm. Crazy developments in the world of sports. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I know. Uh, yeah, like you said, the Olympics wrap. Do you think it's a success for Canada? I think, I think so. I think it's a massive success for Canada, but more importantly, I think it's a massive statement for women's athletics in the sport. Let's face it, they absolutely carried it uh, this year for our country. Um, women's soccer was absolutely incredible to watch. Um, but a big shout out for uh, Andre DeGrasse and uh, Damian Warner. Um, again, major faces of our campaign this year. You know, DeGrasse. Six times he's competed in an Olympic event, and six times he's come away with a medal. So you can't be much more consistent than that. Uh, Damian Warner coming through was what many would call the definitive athletic sport um, in the Olympic uh, competition calendar, if you want to call it that. So oh, big, big win for us. Plenty to be proud of. Um, good to see the uh, Maple Leaf uh, well represented. Yeah, do you think uh, if you had to pick a flag bearer, would it would have been uh, Damian Warner? It would have been Warner, absolutely. I mean, it, it's kind of a weird thing with. Um, the Olympics this year, apparently because of COVID restrictions, um, if you completed your event, you had to be out of Japan within 48 hours. So we knew all of our athletes weren't going to be able to stick around for the whole duration, but I think he's absolutely um, worthy of uh, being the flag bearer and uh, representing us at the closing ceremonies today. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that about the 48 hours. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. I mean, on top of, you know, not being able to have like fans in the stadiums or uh, around uh, the competition areas, um, a lot of other things like behind the scenes, but you know, if it keeps everybody safe, then you know, all the power to it. You know what, like, I know it's like some of the swimming events and the track and all that stuff, especially soccer, mind you. Like, it was it was weird not seeing, uh, like, fans of it. Like, say, like, when Christine Sinclair finally wins a gold medal, you don't hear the roar of any fans. Nothing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there was definitely sort of like a quiet roar across the whole country. We can probably feel that, um, you know, whether it's in your local neighborhoods or just viewing parties at home. But, uh, yeah. you know, everybody was behind them 100%. Um, but yeah, definitely weird uh, not seeing like full uh, stands and crowds. Um, just like uh, Copa America in South America, it was yeah. the same situation. You got Brazil and Argentina, massive powerhouses, and they didn't have any uh, fans uh, there because of uh, what's going on. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Like, it's better than like I don't know how you feel, but like I think there's no way they should have canceled this Olympics. I remember like it was kind of on the table, like clo it was close call. Like it was a very close call. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, all this like talk of like the Delta variant and things like that. But um, you yeah, know, there's so much invested with um, the Olympic Games um, in terms of employment, in terms of setting up facilities, and just the total amount of manpower plus every country involved uh, sending their athletes over they there's no way they could have pulled the plug on it so late so oh, yeah. i'm glad that um you know everybody was able to compete i'm glad that we all got to enjoy uh, a solid uh couple weeks of athletics and uh everybody's uh, coming home all right yeah it would have been such a shame like these guys four years you know well in this case five years but like four years most of the time like you know just train for this moment and for it to get ripped away that would have freaking sucked right? oh absolutely yeah but yeah like uh 
having that whole like extra year on top of um, everything going on uh, for added leg training as well, and just like the risk that you could have a setback, the possibility of like an injury or something else happening, or heaven forbid, you know, athlete does come down with COVID. Um, there's also that added kind of pressure and intensity, but you know, thankfully we were all able to enjoy the games, um, no major outbreaks or incidents, and uh, again, got a good medal haul this year. Yeah, I know. I would love to go to the Olympics one day. That'd be so fun. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'd love to go one day, one day too. And I think Toronto would be able to the host Olympic Games, you think? It's tough, eh? I mean, maybe, but uh, we'd have to have a heck of a lot more just in terms of, you know, like overall facilities. Like, yeah, well, I mean, look what happened. We built all the facilities like around like Markham Commercial Hill for the Pan Am Games. Yeah. And, um, you know, we were able to work for that. But for something of this scale on a global level, um, I think we need to build more as a city for sure. Yeah, that would be wild. Like, imagine uh, rowing, uh, rowing in like Lake Ontario. Oh, my God. It'd be actually uh, crazy. It'd be so gross and like so funky, <laughs> but... Uh, I don't know. If we were building like more uh, fields and facilities, everybody's just going to be screaming for us to rebuild the Gardner Expressway. So, oh, you know, God, priorities, yeah. right? I mean, they wouldn't be like, imagine the whole world comes to the Gardner. Jesus. Oh, man. I don't I, I think you just stay away those two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Just like forget about it. Like Tori already has like a program like where they close down certain lanes uh, for like active cyclists and people just to be able to go for walks and runs. But uh, mm. yeah, for the games. So yeah, we need a lot of work that'd to be, do. That'd be actually crazy. I don't know. Fucking nuts, man. Like, speaking of Toronto, fucking, you know, it's, it's official finally. I, I, you're not really a big basketball guy, but uh, obviously you see it work, obviously, with all the jerseys being cleaned up. Yeah, like yeah, you know, uh, Lowry uh, making his move uh, to Miami, you know, it's, you know, you're sad to, to see it happen, but, you know, what, what do they say? If you really love something, you gotta set it free, and what more can you say about him? He uh, came into the league as a total underdog, you know, stayed loyal to us for nine years through all the ups and downs, you know, some of those first exciting playoff berths, getting swept, and then you know, the massive run a few years ago, finally getting that championship. Um, you know, he's ultimately like the face of the Raptors right up there with, you know, Damon Stoudemire, Vince Carter, um, you know, Kawhi when he was briefly here. Uh, but, you know, really happy uh, for him for the new opportunity. I hope he really plays well and enjoys his time down there. And, mm -hmm. you know, one day we'll get to see that number seven up in the Raptors. Oh, 100%. I hope I'm there for that. But I know they, uh, like, you know, that's that's the thing with him. Like he 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 can still ball at such a high level. Might as well like give himself a chance to win. Like, you know what I mean? Like while you, while you're still playing at that high of a level, like yeah, absolutely. And I think like him in Miami with like Jimmy Butler, it's going to be an exciting uh, kind of duo to work with there. You know, he's always been kind of like that scrappier player. He's not necessarily the biggest uh, dog in the fight, but you know, some of the Villanova athletes, um, you know, they come out, you know, when you know they're ready to play, they got something to prove, and I think he could do just that there. It's that Philly mentality. I don't know. That's like, it, that's man. Just a dog, like, Absolutely. It's crazy. I don't know. He uh, he did a lot of great things in the city. I think uh, you know, just like little things and stuff. You just, you kind of see it over the years. Like I remember every year he used to do like the Thanksgiving thing and. Uh, oh yeah. You know, I, I can still see him doing that. Huh? Oh, draw yeah. I can yeah. Every year. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't see that ever changing for sure. I think that's just a that's just a really good guy. You know, I think uh, scrappy. I remember throughout the years, like people would be like, "Oh, this and this and that," but I'm happy to, you know. He's made his mark now where it's kind of like this guy, he can never be forgotten now. Like he's uh, he's right up there. He's a legend in this city. I think Absolutely. there's a chance this city never gets another world championship, like like a power five world championship. And no, absolutely. It, it's crazy. Like I don't, like it was wild. Like, like the, like the, oh, all the memories, man. I like, I, I know you're not the biggest basketball guy, but do you have like a Kyle Lowry moment? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't really say like it's like a specific moment, but like without a doubt, I mean, just like the whole like the championship run. I mean, yeah. like all the moments that came along with that, like that like one suspenseful um, game clinching shot against the 76ers to move on. Um, you know, 
beating uh, the Bucks uh, and then beating uh, Golden State uh, to clinch it too. I mean, just know the work that he put in to be a part of that. Uh, yeah, what more can you say about the guy? For me, like when it comes to moments, like I still remember, well, I went to the game after, but when they played Miami and uh, years ago uh, when they made the conference finals run and uh, he hit that uh, like with like a second left or something, like they came back a little bit just to make like a three-point game. when it, The game's done, right? Yeah, yeah. And he just tossed it up there and then he gets it on like the heave, right? Yep. At the, at the buzzer and like that one was crazy. I think like that one, but I think the one that actually I think would be the one I'd probably most remember is... I don't know if you remember, like, during the finals, game five, he misses that shot. Mm, you know, yeah, now I remember now. That game, right? And yeah. It's like, you know what? He comes out, I think he I think he made, like, 11 in a row shots yep. or something like that in the next game. Just, like, that duck killer mentality and stuff. I just won't forget that about him. And they close it out, and they bring the World Championship to Toronto. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, definitely that laser focus. Now he kind of bounced back from kind of a shaky year, uh, you know, performance there. But uh, I think... If I, if I kind of had to say, like, a memory, too, I mean, without a doubt, just the bromance that you have with DeMar DeRozan, I mean, he's got a best friend for life in the league, no matter where they're going to be playing. And, yeah. you know, just seeing two guys like that, knowing that they're there to compete and play hard, but just, like, really, really close, good friends and just honestly having fun. Like, you yeah. see, like, the big ones where they give each other, like, piggyback rides and stuff. Like, how can you not love that? Yeah, you know, you don't see a lot of it anymore. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what I mean, just, I think, I think a lot of times, like, people forget, like, this is a, like, these games we play, it's a kid's game. It that's is. Where it started. Yeah, that's just it. I mean, these guys, you know, it starts as a kid's game, but ultimately, once you get to that professional level, it's like a business, so there's that part of it too. But, you know, be able to add a little bit of color and personality to it, I mean, you got to have that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, what, that's what endears you to a city. Exactly, right? And I think uh, I think he, I think he pulled out, a, I mean, nobody reads really the newspaper anymore, but he pulled out like a full page, I think. Yeah. Of the, the star and stuff. I was trying yeah. to find it. It was, like, it, it, was, it was a great, you know, tribute piece. This is like a thank you to the city of Toronto. You know, it's always a second home for him. and. You know, just summarizing everything uh, about like the Raptor experience. I think it was a, a really classy touch on his part. Yeah, it's uh, nice to see though. Really nice to see. I think uh, I think he's the greatest Raptor of all time. I think it's not even. Uh, I think it's called G wrote. I think they call it like greatest Raptor of all time. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think that's a fitting uh, acronym for him for sure. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know like how much you know about soccer. But I don't think it too. <laughs> I know some people say like this guy might be the go at the end of the day, but you know, Lionel Messi, like he's finally. It's finally leaving Barcelona. He had no choice. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like I was watching a bit of his uh, presser uh, with uh, Barca, and uh, it's a sad moment for sure because you know he was really wanting to stay. Like I think there was like a little bit of controversy or some of the drama last year where he was wanting to leave, but then remember, yeah. they were able to kind of make amends and kind of smooth things over, and he was wanting to stay because. I mean, they've had him since he was a little kid, like with their youth academies and just the development investment they've had, like with him and mm -hmm. all the accolades that he's had, the Ballon d'Ors, the Liga titles. Um, you know, again, he's a once-in-a-generation, you know, football player for sure. Um, but, you know, I think for him going to PSG, I think, um, you know, it's a logical decision. You know, I think it's a style of game with the players that are there that suits him. I mean, he's already got Angel Di Maria on the national squad in Argentina yeah. with him there. And then paired up with Mbappe and Neymar. Um, they are going to be a team to beat without a doubt. Um, just having that prowess and skill and finesse. Um, but I think it'll make for some exciting highlight real football. Yeah, I mean... I don't know, PSG, I feel like they'll, they'll never win the Champions League. No matter what they do, they suck yeah. all these fucking players, they can't still get it. And that's just it. Like, Real Madrid's, like, still kind of aggressively going after Mbappe and, you know, trying to shop around for that. So, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that story unfolds. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, new opportunities, so all the power to him. What do you think? Like, do you think Messi is the, by the time his career is over, do you think he's the GOAT? Or? He's definitely up there. I mean, it's it's hard, like, to, to say, like, who 
is better because it's always going to be that perpetual, you know, you know, Messi versus Ronaldo, um, just as it is uh, with like other major sports, like who's like the greatest, Gordy Howard, Wayne Gretzky, uh, LeBron, or Michael Jordan, yeah, uh, like because they're in and of the class of themselves um, in terms of their like raw ability and what makes them the unique players that they are. So I think, um, like, shoot, even comparing it like to music, it's like, well, do you like the Beatles or do you like the Rolling Stones? Well, yeah. they're different in their own ways, but I think you can appreciate them each for what they are, and just realizing that just having them both constantly going back and forth in their battles uh, for, you know, those championships, Ballon d'Ors, it made the game better as a whole. It made it more global. You know, you're getting way more kids involved uh, in it now, so I think if you can grow the sport that way, then I think that's the biggest impact um, and what we should really be looking at at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, I usually like to ask people this, but I don't know. Like, for me, I've always been more, like, I think I like Messi more, but Ronaldo's game is so is so fun. Absolutely. So, but like, what are you more? Are you a Messi Ronaldo guy? Like, which one? I I gotta admit, I'm a little bit more of a Ronaldo guy. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, a little more of a Ronaldo guy. Um, it's the Nike. I mean, it's it's, it's definitely the Nike uh, <laughs> connection, without a doubt. I'm about that swoosh life. He's a face of the swoosh brand for sure. But um, I mean, he's just got that kind of coolness, that swagger about him, that just doesn't give a shit. You know, like attitude, a little bit of cockiness or whatever. Yeah, he can be dramatic and. Lord knows he has been uh, more than a few times like in his career, but uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, I don't know, just something about it. But at the same time, I would say at the end of the day, when it comes to the debate, if you want to win games and if you want to have like amazing goals, Ronaldo. If you want to win trophies, I'm probably going to lean more towards Messi. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Messi's a better overall player. I mean, just what, what he can do and just all the different things, but Ronaldo's the flash. Yeah, He's absolutely. Fun, right? Like you can... It's just everything Ronaldo does is just like, like I remember just like playing FIFA with him, just like just fucking. Oh, he's, he's an absolute cheat code. It's, yeah, it's, it's just dumb. It's disgusting. It's dumb, and he's tall, big. Yeah. Like it's hard. Like it's hard to fucking get the ball hard. off him, right? Yeah, hundred like, percent. So you know, sucks that he plays for Portugal. Yeah. But, you know, would be nice to play for another country, but. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, Portugal, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, like like um, you know, a few years ago in the, like the Euro twenty sixteen final, like I've got a good friend uh, Nelson. I like, grew up with like in our old car club uh, days, and um, his whole family like had like this big uh, like outdoor party at downtown Toronto, and uh, I was looking for somewhere to watch the game. He just reached out and he's just like, "Hey, you want to come with us? We're having like a family get together." Well. It was like three <laughs> generations of the family all out there, Jesus and Christ. like they have a big screen TV right in the middle of this park. They got like a little internet stick, and they've got this massive cookout going, like some of the best fish and uh, seafood and chicken I've ever had in my life. And oh, you know, didn't make a difference. You know, they kind of like welcomed me in, even though they're asking who the hell is this like skinny pale white kid uh, awesome. at the uh, party. But uh, you know, when they got that goal in extra time, like we felt the earth shake, and it was just a really cool moment. Um, yeah. So I was glad to be a part of that. Yeah, like, like I was saying, like Portugal, like they haven't done anything. So I think like at an international level, so for them, like when they won that, it was, it was big. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean they they've been close. I mean, you know, there was like the Euro final way back. What was it like two thousand and four against Greece? There may be. Yeah, like that was like like a great underdog story of itself with Greece coming out with the win there. But um, there's definitely a massive uh, loyal following of that. Like Benfica yeah. fans, you know, they're uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're definitely around. You don't like see them as much as you know your Premier Premier League guys or you know. Fans of like uh, Juventus or Milan or any of those teams, but uh, yeah. no, they're definitely out there. Yeah, who's where? Which team has your? Uh, which club has your allegiance? Uh, Real Madrid, without a doubt. Um, but for Premier League, I have to go with Everton. Everton, wow. Yeah, Everton, Everton's my squad. Um, my grandpa on my mom's side, he had a distant uh, cousin, I think, from one of his aunts, uh, and he was actually a keeper for them in the seventies. Really? Yeah. 
Wow, that's actually a cool story. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember the name, but uh, I'll have to go look it up. The keeper, yeah. So like you yeah. started for them and stuff? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Awesome story. I know. Yeah. Uh, Plus, I'm a big uh, Jordan Pickard fan. Great keeper. Um, Pickard, yeah. You know, shame of uh, what happened with uh, the Eurofinal this year. He definitely did everything he could to keep being oh, in it. But yeah. absolutely, just the way he dove over on that one corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he kept them alive, honestly. So. 100%. Yeah. So, and, you know, I've always, uh, my allegiance has always been with Liverpool because, uh, you know, my, uh, what's it called? Um, my great grandmother, she's from there. Oh, cool, cool. So the family's from there. And yeah. then, uh, the uh, my nonna's, I think her yeah her sister lives in Milan. So. Oh, very cool. So I like Milan. So. <laughs> yeah, so so like into Milan or yeah no yeah. no right, oh, right, 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 AC, there you go. Yeah, nice yeah. nice. Uh, red and black always fuck those interviews. Yeah, 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 yeah. fuck those guys. You know? Yeah, I don't care if they won this past year, but fucking you know is what it is I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's uh, been interesting. I mean, uh, have you? Uh, well, you're a big Star Wars guy. I know that. Massive. I know um, all of our other podcasts are lost in the abyss. Ciao, but you know, we're big Star Wars guys. You know, I love Star Wars. You have you had a chance to catch up with uh, Bad Batch? Absolutely, yeah. No, um, you know, they just dropped um part one of the season finale on Friday. So yeah. really interesting uh, how that's like kind of a full without like dropping too too much spoilers. But yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a great um kind of spinoff series from Clone Wars. There's lots of references uh you know to that series, but there's also tie-ins to how things kind of shape up with events leading up to like Rogue One and then the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a really refreshing take. I think it's just a lot of fun to watch. Um, it's some interesting character dynamics too. Yeah, I think uh, I think like when it comes to animators, you gotta be hardcore. You do, you really you do. do. But yeah. like anything Dave Filoni touches, I'm not gonna ignore it because yeah. the man just works his magic. I'm honestly amazed that he wasn't given like more control or allowed to be more involved in like the newer trilogy because he could have oh. saved a hell of a lot of stuff. But that's an argument for another day. Oh my god, it is. But I think uh, I think he he does so much fan service, mm -hmm. and you know what? I think he actually like cares because like he he what that was the thing about the the sequel trilogy because it's like you don't these aren't people that really like love it. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And they and they enjoyed it as a kid, and they they still love it. And like say like John Favreau, like he's done like Iron Man, oh sure, stuff yeah, with the MCU and all that, and, you know. And then you see now like. You just wanna you wanna please the fans, right? You wanna see okay, you don't you don't wanna make it like a like a whole fandom thing, right? Like you want everything to make sense and stuff. And you do. There's gotta be some flow and consistency, and and that's like the biggest thing. Like uh, as much as there is a like wealth of like canon and alt content like out there, um, whether it's like from the Lucasfilm Empire or just from like outside, you know, fan content creation, you're never gonna be able to please everybody. No. Uh, the biggest thing I think is just to just keep things going, add some things that are kind of like new and fresh, you know, get the newer kind of generations of the kids involved with that. So it's like a whole kind of family experience, and I think it's just clever of them to you know play on it that way. Yeah, like like did you feel? I don't know about you, but I felt like Mando season two was literally just like. I think it was just like a fanboy's dream. Like. Yeah, absolutely. It was. <laughs> like I am beyond hype for the book of Boba Fett, which oh is God. spinning off later in December. I'm yeah. extremely excited for that. But mm -hmm. they did a lot of things uh, right with uh, season two for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, just the way that the story kind of like unfolded, uh, the finale there at the end with Luke Skywalker showing up. Um, Goosebumps. But yeah, no, I'm absolutely hooked on that show without a doubt. This Nuts. is the way. <laughs> this is the way. This eh? is the way. And uh, I have spoken. Like <laughs> you have spoken. <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know, I just I just love everything they just did with that. I think uh, did you get a chance to watch Gallery yet for season two? Uh, I haven't yet. No, no. Like Gallery's like that's where they kind of talk about the whole behind the scenes stuff, where it's like all stuff, like yeah. yeah. Well, the wild thing too was like uh, reading the story of uh, a fan that kind of retouched um, 
Luke Skywalker's kind of like CGI imagery uh, for that episode with uh, deep fake kind of like technology, fake, yeah. and Lucasfilm brought him on board with their production team. They're like, wow, like we really liked your work, like how he I basically that, yeah. he took something that they made made it even like better, like even more realistic, and now he's actually working with them full time. So yeah. stand for that. Yeah, because uh, deep fake is a big thing I used to see all the time with like other right? other characters. Like yeah, they're all different time periods and stuff, right? So, yeah, exactly. So and that's that's nice to see. I know, but I still gotta. So I gotta catch up on Gal uh, Gallery because I want to see what the hell happened. Like, yeah. like how the hell? Because Mark Hamill was there. Like he yep. did it. I remember there was talk about like getting uh, Sebastian Stan, who's the Winter Soldier. Yeah. To get him to do. Yeah, because the similarities between them. I think would have ruined it. I think it would have kind of. It would have been a little weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta, gotta have the same guy. You know, we never seen fucking Luke Skywalker in his most most powerful state. Like that's that's Luke as most powerful. That's right. Right. Like at that time, that's when you know he. Apparently defeated the Emperor and Vader, right? That's yep. what everybody thinks, right? Yeah. Like around the galaxy, and I think, uh, you know, we we yeah, we never got to see it. like if you if you used to you used to read extended uh, expanded universe. Like, uh, not really, not so much like read it, no. Um, but like a little snippet of it. But I think it also just proved the theory that someone who's extremely strong with a force with a lightsaber and basically in a long alleyway against a bunch of enemies, you really don't have a chance. Like, I know. There was Vader in like Rogue One when. He was taking out all the rebels, and now you have Luke, who was taking on um, yeah. those. Uh, what was it, Death Troopers? I think they were Death Troopers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like these, a like, up version, yeah, so like yeah. these massive like droids. But uh, yeah, just like seeing him like going to town, like it was like a hot knife through butter. Well, I loved him use the um, the force choke. Yeah. On him. So I read it up actually. Uh, shout out to Star Wars Theory uh, out in Vancouver. He, he's YouTube hmm? YouTube Star Wars guy, like number yeah. one, I think. Yeah. So they had like an animated series with like Mace Windu. Anakin, like before Clone Wars, and you know what? It was it was cool to the point where they're able to, like, force choke, but it's okay if it's a droid. That's right. So that's so that's why so I was kind of confused. Yeah, force choke. Right? Force choke is normally considered like a like a dark side trait. Like if you ever play any of the games, like say like Knights of the Old Republic, you can like upgrade your character to have like certain force moves, like force push or force heal, and then on the opposite side you can have like force choke or you can like drain the life energy out of somebody else, which is yeah. like dark side oriented. Exactly. So it's weird for a Jedi to kind of be playing like that, but apparently because it's not really a sentient being, then it's okay. Yeah, it's just funny how, how those things work and. I remember we actually, um, I don't know if you're familiar with this, you, you know a lot of things, you're very like, knowledgeable, right? So, I like to think of it. Yeah, I think so. So, I had no actually idea about this until we reacted to the trailer. We, we began like a little flack in the comments, right, mm -hmm. about this, and do and you know what Dune is? Of course I do. Um, yeah. A great sci-fi novel, um, I, I remember watching the original movie, um, who's the, uh, the director behind that one? Um, well, they, have, they have a new one coming on now. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, with Jason Momoa and a bunch of other guys like in it too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, we're excited too. And I think, uh, you know, the thing was was that uh, apparently like this, like Dune is the OG. Like it had like the novel and stuff back way before. And they're saying that George Lucas like literally stole from it all, like stole from Dune, like everything, like the like the what would they say, um, like tattooing with the other planet. And like these people, like, and they they align pretty much, like, what, like he took concepts. What do you think? Well, I mean, I would have to kind of disagree on that because there was a lot of different influences uh, on um, the original trilogy with George Lucas, um, or even just sci-fi in general. Yeah, a little bit of sci-fi in general, but um, no, because Dune came out like way after. Um, like, it? yeah, because Dune was like in the mid '80s, but New Hope dropped in like '77. Yes. Um, so with Lucas, he was more inspired by like Japanese cinema. Like uh, I'm trying to think if it was something like uh, 
it was basically uh, a story that was very similar to um, the Magnificent Seven. So it's, it talks mm -hmm. about like a group of like samurai that are ronin there without a master and how they have to fight against like a larger force there. So that was a little bit of the concept uh, that it was a takeaway from him for like a New Hope. Yeah. But even like some of the other scenes, like um, you know the space fight and um, the Millennium Falcon when they're escaping the Death Star and they got to shoot down all the Tie Fighters. Yeah. A lot of that was actually taken away from a movie called The Dam Busters. So it was an old war movie about um, the you know the British Air Force and they have to bomb this dam in Germany. So a lot of the scenes where they're like on approach to the target and you're like inside the cockpit and you're kind of taking a look. There's definitely takeaways there um, in some of the space battle scenes, the final Death Star trench run. Um, so a lot of like comparable to that. So there's definitely influence there, and you could definitely almost mirror some of the things. But I think it still was sort of like its own story. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I like I'm like, you know, like I think I think I would hear that earlier. Yeah. Like talking about George Lucas, you know, like stealing from that because at the end of the day, like Star Wars, like it's obviously way bigger than Dune will ever be. Right? Oh. Like, just it's a household name. Star Wars. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it's a global name. I mean, honestly, Star Wars is right up there with like Coca-Cola or Nintendo um, in terms of just like a total global reach. It's always going to be there. Yeah. It's just funny. It was just like, it's just a, a movie series, which is just a trilogy of three movies. And that's, look where it is now. Right? Yeah. And absolutely. Like, blew up. Was, uh, all this crap and stuff. And do you think, uh, like, I, I don't know, like you see, do you think there's too much they're doing now? Like with all these shows that you've seen, like they announced like seven, eight shows, like it might be a little bit of overkill, but I think if it's just something new and it's like refreshing, um, or even just like spins on things that are already out there and that's involving what the fan base has created, then I think it's a unique way of like having both of those worlds come together. So I think if it's geared towards that, then I think it's going to be great for everybody. But if it is a little bit too heavily saturated, then yeah, it might be like too much too soon. Like yeah. uh, it's like it'd be like giving a kid like a hundred bucks in a candy store and be like, okay, go to town with what you want. It's like, well, where do I even start? Yeah. It could be almost like uh, overwhelming, I think. Yeah, because I know, um, like, do you, do you follow Marvel a lot? Like Not so much like Nar like Marvel. Like, um, you know, it was kind of cool, I guess, like when the Avengers, uh, you know, came out and those movies were building momentum and you know it was like the big thing when uh, Infinity War uh, was in the theaters. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of got stale. Yeah. Uh, at least for me, anyway. Yeah, because yeah, I don't. I gotta add that. I just got back into it now. Just kind of catching up. Because I used to go in the theaters all the time. I used to watch. I'm always a Star Wars guy though. Like, yeah, without a doubt. Hundred percent Star Wars. But I think, uh, you know, I, I kind of. It's like oh, they're kind of doing the same thing. Like they're like, almost people getting worried about the oversaturation, right? Yeah. But especially though, but it's kind. I think it's kind of different with Star Wars because Star Wars, you know, it's just kind of like oh, we barely got anything for so many. We didn't get anything for so many years. And they just throw this shit at us right now. Yeah, like they had like the remastered trilogy, like sixteen years after Return of the Jedi came out in theaters, and then they had the new prequels, and then um, this whole new trilogy come out, and then all the contests come out like ever seen. But yeah. I don't know. It makes me funny of like a recent episode of uh, Rick and Morty I watched, where at the start of the episode, like Rick, like Morty's with uh, Beth, his mom. She's finishing up work uh, at the animal lab, and. Um, she gets changed. She's like, okay, let's go to the theaters and see what uh, Avengers movie you kids are getting a boner about now. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, and and like now there's just everything all the time. It's a TV show, movie, yeah, everything. It's fun as a fan, but it is, yeah. But you know, you kind of worry that you're you're like overkilling everything, right? You don't want to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a question of okay, what's gonna bring us into the theater so we can blow thirty eight bucks on a bag of popcorn? Exactly. Oh my god. Dude, I think uh, Eman, when we were watching uh, Stillwater, go watch a movie review um, that, that we did. And I remember, like, he's like, oh, uh, let me get a, uh, a large popcorn, a large drink, whatever. He grabs it, he's like, yo, like, I swear they made it smaller. 
just a rip pop man. Like, no, 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 yeah, like like my one friend, like he was just talking about going to the theaters again, taking his family out for the first time, and like he was showing this like email that he got for like redeeming a Cineplex point. So, oh, congratulations on the free movie. He's like, what the hell do you mean free? I literally just spent forty five bucks just to feed myself, my wife, and two kids. Like, know, just dumb. what gives? I know. I remember like. Like I just go like if I'm going to theaters now, like usually I would just sneak stuff in. Like that's literally all. I would do. Dude, that is the way to go. Like if Only you way. if you do not go, this is for everybody. Yeah. If you do not go to Dollar Tree or like a bulk barn or your dollar store, load up on snacks. Honestly, you can get like ten bucks and get cavities for days, but yeah. you're gonna be eating good like the whole show. Yeah, so you're not like just sitting there if you yeah. don't want to pay, right? Yeah, exactly. And like plus like just to kind of troll it like i used to be like that smart ass where if like i'm with a group of friends what i do is purposely wait until the quiet moment before the pre uh, previews yeah and then purposely just yes. crack open a can of monster in arizona just yes. so everybody can hear it it's just Yo, like, we used to have these like big log brisks oh yeah those lo and we would just like we'd wait for like for like to get really loud yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm about. Yes, I remember. I remember like, I oh, gotta go doing that. I just thought like, have you done it yet? And in, in, around COVID now, going to theaters probably not. No, I haven't. Um, I've gone to the I gone to the drive-in though. Um, I went with my uh, oldest sister up to the Stardust Theater up near like Barry Aurelia Way. We had a great time. I uh, just watched uh, what did we see? Black Widow and then Cruella. Cruella was actually a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it was just fun just being out and just you know enjoying a little more normalcy again. Yeah. What do you think of Black Widow? Um, it was all right. Yeah, we liked it, but then like, yeah, then some people were like, ah. Yeah, know. I mean, it, it was like entertaining, but I think you know, in retrospect, uh, probably like, you know what, I'm just gonna wait until they take off the rental fee on uh, Disney Plus if I ever want to watch it. Oh yeah, yeah like the premier yeah. access. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that, like the premier access stuff? Mm. Think it's worth it or better in theater? I, I think it depends on what you're wanting to watch. Um, yeah. I think if it's something that you really are looking forward to, then like bomb means go for it. But any other time, I'd just be like, like 30, watching it like through the app. Thirty bucks though. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's just like what or that. Or you just pay eleven bucks for the ticket. Because I'm gonna watch it like four times. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, then again, if, if you if you're about, if you're like, oh guys, come over. Let's fucking kill it. Like, well, split it, right? Yeah, That's exactly. Different. Yeah, like make it like a group viewing party or something like that, you know? Then you can make it like worthwhile. Or, you know, if you got people that are like just like bumming your subscription anyway, just put the word out. It's like, hey, you know, this one, does anybody want to watch it? Let's pull together that way. Yeah. I think that's the only way I can justify it. Yeah. We had all, yeah, you were both, uh, you were saying before, drive in. I didn't, so there, like, are more of those popping up now? Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, I mean, most of them have already been around like for a while. Like, Stardust, there's a great one in Newmarket, um, like just yeah. uh, to the east of here. Um, Barry has like theirs, um, and also it's just like a plain fun experience. Like you know, you can go there, just park, you know, bring a couple blankets or whatever food you want, um, bring like tons of snacks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a great, great movie experience. And like half the time, you just turn down your radio signal in your car, and you know, you're good to go that way. Yeah, no, I always thought that those uh, drive-ins like they died. Like I thought like thought they closed a lot of those like over the past like tons of years. I mean, so, some of them did, but I mean, it depends on like where you go. I mean, like, again, there's the two that I just mentioned. I know there's another one way out in like Port Hope way. If, you're like one of those Durham region folks. Um, I think there's another one like further north, like in the Muskokas, where the screen is actually kind of carved into a big, what kind of big granite wall, which is wow. pretty cool. That's um, cool. So that'd be a fun one to check out. But uh, no, there's definitely uh, some good spots in the GTA. So if you want to try something different, um, especially while the summer's still going, go check it out for sure. Right. Drive-in vlog? <laughs> Absolutely drive-in vlog. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can talk like during the show. You can like chirp like all the actors. I mean. Because you're in your car. Right? Yeah, exactly. So that's actually, that's actually sick. Yeah. You gotta have like I think I think it's best to have like SUV or something like that. Yeah, yeah, at least like a crossover. I mean, I've done it before in a minivan, which is pretty comfortable. But yeah, yeah. If you're doing a little ass car in uh, 
in your uh, your, sh- in your little beamer. I was supposed to say shitty little beamer, but I don't know. Yeah. It's alright. It's alright. Yeah, no, I mean it's comfy for the show, and then you can just red bomb the crowd when you're on your way out. I guess. And have you been to drive-in of yours? No. Mm-hmm. no. I don't think it would be a good idea. No, it'd be bad. It's like no, like just not comfy to sit in. And you're all the squeaking. <laughs> well, if you're not moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of. It's not great. Yeah, well, I mean, his door when he opens, I think it's the passenger door. Just go out. Like, you know, how many times I thought like I, I ripped his door off by accident. Oh no! Why? No, just because no. it just, no, like, just makes sense no matter what. Oh, okay. Even yeah, I, I gotta go tighten and I gotta tighten the bolt. Yeah, it's like yeah. a, I get some lithium grease on there. It's like a monthly thing, and then it gets really bad. Like it's really bad right now. Oh, like it goes like. Yeah. Why don't you say lithium grease? Like you need some elbow grease, I think. Yeah, that's too. You may take notes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's that's fucking funny. I'm never gonna let him live that down. Never? Like, how do you not know what elbow grease is? I know. Put in the work. You gotta put in the work. Roll him up like Rosie the Riveter. It's weird. It's weird because he always puts in the elbow grease all the time. He knows it. Oh, he knows. He doesn't know what it means. Well, except during Gun Game, we smoke him on that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Oh god. Yeah, he, he's just running around like they're like uh Oh jeez, how am I even uh what's what's an analogy I can think of? Come on, quick, 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 quick. Honestly he's just running around like Helen Keller, just Helen you Keller. know, no no tight groupings, you know, not sweeping his corners, not you know, watching his arcs and just wham, just shotgun or a pistol right to the face. Yeah, gun game gun game's fun if you want to get some quick anger and fun. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you end up selling the PS4, right? Yeah, I just flipped it because I mean I'm a pretty busy guy these days, like anyway, and you know just oh, between yeah. work, uh, you know other hobbies and uh, just pursuits I go on right now. It's just like you know, honestly, like can I keep justifying like all the extra content like you're basically spending more money on like anyway and like all these new season upgrades and just mm-hmm. and just some of the gaming content, just like the way players are in general. I just got really tired. Like I was just so sick and tired of playing Warzone. You know just you know, try to loot buildings or look around, then you get smoked by some camper in a corner, yeah. or, you know, somebody who just snipes on stream for, like, 23 hours a day, and, you know, they just get you with a headshot from, like, halfway across the map, it's just like, man, like, it used to be fun, and now it's just like, man, I'm honestly getting old for this shit. Yeah, no. well, I mean, yeah, like, well, that's your first time logging onto that generation, did you think it was a good generation console, or? No, absolutely it was, I mean, performance is really good, I mean, the graphics were, like, really, really solid, I mean, I grew up mostly playing, like, being, like, a Halo, you know, Forza Motorsport kind of online player, um, so it's not like it was, like, totally new to me, but this was just kind of, like, a different generation, just evolved on a whole other level, um, but, you know, sometimes you just gotta know when you just gotta hang it up. Yeah, hang you know, know, that's it for good. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a rage quitter, like by any means. You know, you know, I'll still dabble on the odd game or something like that. You know, or maybe I'll get back on the Switch one day when uh, Breath of the Wild two comes out. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just just leisure. No, there's no sense in you know, just trying to force something that isn't there, and then basically listen to a bunch of twelve year olds learning how to swear and be racist in the online uh, uh, chat room uh, forums afterwards. Jeez. Just like, I don't got no time for that. Geez, so Damon's retiring, that's it? You're yeah, done? I'm hanging up with uh, PlayStation Network, it's onward. For good? Maybe. Well, at least at home, anyway. Oh, at home, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Jeez, that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah, tough one. honestly, stop robbing us, EA. Bring me back. Oh my god, yeah. Well, we had a lot of fun with you on your short stint. We hope you uh, enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was alright. I mean, you know, I don't know. You, well, you do it enough like, in like real life, and it's just yeah. like, wow, you know. 
did the military thing for like three or four years, and yeah, like, no. I'm just like shooting everybody on the eye. She's like, this is weird. I always kill people all the time, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah, just a casual team. Oh, yeah, I'll just walk down the street, and oh, there's a threat 100 meters to the front, you know, double tap, dash down. Yeah, oh my god, come on. You know, how many times I see Angel pull up in the driveway? Oh, yeah, we'll kill him real quick. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll just respawn, no problem. You know, or somebody's gonna revive him on his team, and then they'll go drop somewhere else, and yeah, that's yeah all and then I'll see him next week for a beer. Oh. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> That's we'll, funny. We'll get some nachos at Chuck's. Yeah, sorry about the headshot. That's it, eh? Fucking... Oh, yeah, we were talking about Chuck's the other day. You didn't believe me. Half off apps, yeah? Yeah. Half to nine, right? Okay. Economic sensibility tip of the week. Yeah. If you want a decent snack, if you want somewhere to watch a game, you know, get some food, grab a beer, whatever, go to any Chuck's after 9 p.m. half price apps. This isn't an endorsement. This isn't me, you know, getting paid under the yeah. table to promote... Uh, <laughs> Chucks and their uh, very sketchy wings, but any of the other food it is pretty good. So yeah, get on that if uh, you want to get a snack on a budget. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, is it drinks too or no? Um, not so much drinks, but I think what is it like five dollar schooners on Tuesdays, and then uh, mm. you know most other you know days is pretty cheap like on the weekends and stuff. But uh, yeah, like I used to go to the Wonder Roar like all the time, uh, like before like the first big lockdown, and yeah. you know you could definitely get a good buzz on without having to break the bank. That's crazy. I mean. You know, I like I remember talking to the guys at work actually about uh, like the cause I, like the burgers they're good, but it's like uh, yeah, it's a big kind of wonder though. Like. It it, de it, de it depends on the burger, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you just got like a basic one, it's gonna be drier than a popcorn fart. But um, no, I gotta get some cheese. I gotta get some bacon on there. But at the same time, like you know, eating all that stuff is not really like great for you. So you gotta cut back and yeah, kind of yeah, focus yeah. on the priorities. Would you? Do you always uh, like? Did you ever wonder? It's like those cheap prices, like. Is there yeah, what, what, going where, on? where does it come from? Is it, is it real ground beef? Like, <laughs> what, what kind of concentration of like horse lips and elbows are we talking about in uh, some of the beef and pork? Like, you know, yeah. let's get a consumer alerts or W five on here and uh, get them to investigate the uh, food sources. <laughs> well, well, every time you go to Chuck's, what's your go to though? Um, typically nachos or deep fried pickles as a starter. The steak bites are really nice if you just want a quick like protein kick. Steak bites. Um, and then I guess like for an entree, you know, if I'm feeling really baller, I'll just get like a steak with like corn and uh, potato on the side, yeah. or I'll just do like a you know burger, keep it classy. Isn't that twelve fifteen bucks for a steak? That's yeah, crazy. that's crazy. Yeah, man. it's wild. That's crazy. Yeah, and I think they can, you can do like a surf and turf for like twenty twenty five bucks. Jeez, and then you got the keg, fifty bucks for a fucking steak. Huh? Yeah, but Fuck hey, that. the keg, the keg oh, is the oh, keg yeah. though. I know, oh, man. But fifty bucks that for alone, a fucking steak. That's the place to go for uh, you know decent sit down. But for steak. me, when I eat like one steak like there, like I'm not satisfied. Like I'm a big guy, I want to eat. Like, yeah, that's something I think. No, like, can't I can't eat. order two fucking steaks too much. Bro. Yeah, no. Like, um, you ever been to uh, the Octagon? No, it sounds okay, good though. If you get a chance, I highly recommend it. It's a really nice place in. Is uh, that near the Red Lobster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one in Thornhill. So pass, uh, remember, you remember the Octagon? Okay, you don't remember. That. It's it's a really high class place. Like they have a dress code there, and you usually need a reservation. But I got to go. I got to go there once, like for my old work, like ten years ago or something like that. Um, and basically, one of the companies that we were affiliated with, they kind of took us out as like an appreciation night. So I had like this like two hundred fifty dollar meal like for free, and I just like went to town. I started off with the shrimp cocktail, the garlic bread. I had like cellar trois, nice red wine, um, and then full surf and turf. Like I had a nice like fat like twelve ounce like you know strip loin, big fresh like lobster tail straight from Newfoundland for free. Yeah, for free. And then you know a couple more beers and wines, and then like an Irish coffee for dessert, and then cake and. Jesus. Like I probably gained like 18 pounds after that, but oh. I just I didn't care. It was delicious. Probably some of the best food I've ever had in my life. So, man, you got like that nice honey. You want to like really impress and you know make a big first impression. Go get yourself to the octagon. Were you down for a mukbang or uh, <laughs> the octagon? 
Hell yeah. I, I mean, think we do. We got, I think we, we'd we be spending about a thousand bucks. Oh, no, absolutely. Like, we gotta, like, roll up in a Maybach to make it look official. But, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be the dream, like, fuck, thing. That's, like, where you go if uh, you win the lottery. Oh, yeah, really? The octagon. Yeah. And the spelled, o- spelled exactly like Yeah, because literally the building is shaped mm-hmm. like an octagon. Like, not like, U- not like a UFC ring, but like an actual octagonal building. Oh, I was wondering if I would see John Jones when I show up. No, no, no. Smoking stuff. Have right. you never been to the Red Lobster over there? No. Well, where is this? That's a good question. It's, like, it's like Fort Hill. Yeah, yeah, kind of like kind of like Young and Steel's area, but um, no, there's a Red Lobster right nearby there too. They're really really good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I've never been out. Like only time I used to be out on that was practicing football, uh, and uh, it's next to Promenade. It's one of the schools there. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I've heard of them. It's the only time I'd be down there. Like I don't think I've ever actually been in Promenade. Yeah. So no, the Molly ain't missing much. <laughs> like, half, the, half the place no. looks like a blown out apartment building in Syria these days. Oh my god! <laughs> it's true. It's so Actually, bad. It's, it's true. It's, it's so bad. bad. Oh god! It's it literally half of it looks abandoned. Really? Mm-hmm. It doesn't look great. Like uh-huh. you, you would you would look at it, you're like, is that? Do I really want to go in that building? No, uh, not really. I mean, so yeah, not much to miss there, right? Yeah, definitely not. Fucking the Nike Air shouldn't be there then. No, shouldn't be representing themselves with that shit. No, not a chance. Fucking hell, man! Jesus, I was still dying after you said that. Uh, when I when you told me the Air Griffies that we got, like, well, well, I did review on the channel, but uh, you said you got it. You got a pair of those. So I finally got my plug. Now the Air Griffey I was looking at forever, like when they first dropped around like March in the Mariners colorway. I oh yeah, that was so bad. We both went them. We wanted them so bad. We, yeah, that was, that was like the OG colorway, but like they sold out in like eight minutes. So took the L on that one. Sneakers app we don't get in Canada, so Nike get on your shit with that. But um, no, they dropped the Game Royal, which was also an original colorway um, back in the 90s. So yeah. I ended up getting a pair for that. And I was like super hyped, super excited. Got them like within two days, mad comfortable. And then like three weeks later, they just announced, oh, there's a price cut on your favorite styles. And I get this email and it's like, yeah, we just dropped them down to like 167 bucks. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, like, I, I could have waited. I know. Like, it's like, what the fuck? But that's, that's the reality of the sneaker game. You can't always sleep on it if it's something that you really want. And, I thought they were gonna sell out, like like crazy. Well, I thought fast. so too, but you know, I guess um, you know this color just wasn't as popular. They just had a lot more stock, but you know, maybe the bots just weren't going after this one. That just pisses me off. That's like then it's not even about like the love of the game, like you know what I mean? Anymore. That's right. Like it's just about like oh fresh water, like the first colorway, oh uh, resale value. Like, yeah, exactly. Shit, yeah, like, like you go on like any marketplace, StockX, any of the apps, and like it's like they're asking at least like three hundred fifty bucks for a pair. It's just like yeah, I want, but I don't want them that much. Like I know. But sneakerhead yeah. to sneakerhead, like I, like I've been thinking lately, it's kind of like, you know, you see all this shit, like everything, what people like, it coordinates with hype, right? Absolutely. And if other people want it, so it's kind of like, like I don't like it anymore. The sneaker culture is bad. Like it, it's shit. It it is getting bad. Um, I mean, you know, it seems like everyone their uncle is like, you know, just going off like on like latest like Jordan release or your Yeezys or. Um, anything like that. Like, I, mean, I was just like shopping at like a store one day and you know, I see this group of kids like come in and I see one of them and he just grabs like one of the shoes on display, just a regular Nike. And he's just like, oh, these are kind of cool. And his buddy just goes off and he's like, yo, bro, those aren't even forces. What the fuck are you doing? Like, yo, get out of here. And like, <coughs> it's just like, <coughs> that's, not, that's not the point. It's just like, man, just like get it because it's something that you like or maybe it's just like a colorway or you just simply like, like the style. Like that's what it should be about. Like it's maybe... I don't know, I think people just kind of focus on the image too much or just being yeah. able to say, I got that pair. Yeah. But, you know, get it because you like it and yeah. get it because, you know, you know, it, it 
It appeals to you. That's it. Yeah. Like, I don't and know. wear your shoes. Wear your kicks, people. Yeah. I mean, so you, 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 you can. Oh, I wear my fucking shoes. Don't start with me. You gotta wear your kicks. I mean, you can I have know. your debates over if you crease them or not or whatever. I know some of you guys are all paranoid shit with your Jordans and all that. I don't give a fuck. Huh? Well, yeah. I mean, that's just it. I mean, like, there's still ways you can get around it. I mean, there's techniques to mm-hmm. kind of keep the leather fresh and pliable, and you don't get all creaky. Uh, but if there are creases, then you know. Yeah, exactly. It shows that you wear. Yeah, exactly. After like. That's it's like it has like its own character. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Like like, like my one pair. Like so, I'm in the custom business, and one of the first pairs I did was a pair of Jordan ones that are all uh, Van Halen themed. So Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace. Um, I painted a pair to look like his guitar, and his guitar, like it was a like he called it the Frankenstrat, and it was a piece that was absolutely beat to hell. It was a guitar that he made himself with all these different frets and features. He hand painted it himself with a rattle can in his garage. He had cigarette burns all over the stem of it. Yeah. Um, it was well worn, but it's still like iconic. And those shoes, like I still wear to this day, and they are creased. You can see some of the cracks in the paint. The color's a little bit off, but I just love them because yeah. it's authentic, and that's what it should be about. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, like I, I always laugh at him because he has the, the, he was too cheap to buy the forces. Yeah. So he got the core vision. So oh, I got the core vision. Those are bootleg forces. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, but poor man's forces. But at the same time, the all black Air Force One that is oh, the, that, that is that is the official uniform shoe of Buck Tees and Wastemen <laughs> all over the GTA. Yo, you know so so be better than black Air Force Ones. Yo, when we went to Full Locker at Upper Canada, your mall. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, he was looking for like a pair of shoes. He was like, you. Uh-huh. Remember? He's like, oh, like let me just get like a pair of like these black Air Force Ones. They're so nice. So I'm like. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, he doesn't know anything, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. telling him he's like, oh, he doesn't care. Like, it's like, yeah, that's whatever. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like, nah, man. Like, look, nah, look, 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 that, that. that guy's gone now. He, he's done. He's no, learned. He's, he's no gone. black forces, dog. No, I only buy white shoes now. Yeah, like, he, was, he was against that before. He doesn't. Yeah. He didn't wear color before. Yeah. So he didn't even wear white. Only black. Really? Only well, black. Well, I mean, he's wearing that right now. Oh, yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, I had nothing else to wear. So everything else is in the wash. So. So yeah. I mean, it's still Led Zeppelin though. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Would yeah. you wear something like he's wearing now, like the camel pants? Right. Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe wow, not. Maybe, you wear that now. But maybe That's not on right. a, maybe not, like, it's a little hot today. You, no, I don't wear, no, like, just like in the, yeah. Wait, how can you even you see them? You would wear a camel. Hey, yeah. you know, that's not too, yeah, you can't even see them. What are you talking about? They're not working, so. That's right. You literally can't see them. He's wearing that thing. Oh, well. He's just like, I don't believe he's wearing Yeah, I got John Cena legs. You can't see this. Oh, yeah, man. Fuck. Maybe like a black and white camel. Yeah, okay. What that like? What's no, that? like, like, like black. That's more like woodland camel, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The camel right like woodland, like M83 pattern. That's not. Yeah. That's like some fake. Yeah, like he said, it's like a a, a rip off M80 whatever. Like a like you know, like M81 or M83 pattern from like way back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I love but it. I wouldn't wear camel. I me personally, I don't. Wouldn't? I don't. You'd rather wear plaid, of course. I don't wear camel. But you're are you like army guy? Yeah, but I don't, like, <laughs> I don't like to wear camel though, unless I'm like going airsofting. And but the I, like, but the plaid is okay, right? Plaid's not camel though. I'm just joking. I know. I'm just saying. Beautiful. Camel I mean, though, I don't know. I wouldn't work. Plaid is just Canadian dress wear. You can't go wrong. <laughs> exactly. No, you can't. Exactly. I mean, I haven't been here, but we've seen you wear flannel. Are you a flannel guy too, or no? From time to time, like I'll wear it if I got like a crisp, like kind of like first date outfit, or if yeah, I just want to like be like, comfortable, feel like going out to the countryside. But no, usually I'm more of like a streetwear guy. Just like my plain black tees, or you know, anything Nike. It's all fair game. I mean, I mean, I'm guessing like because now, now that you, you when you get older, you're more inclined to wear like. 
the whites, the the dark uh, dark colors, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always been kind of a dark color guy. Like anyway, like I've always liked navy blues, like strong blacks. You know, you know. Don't get me wrong. Like a, a plain white tee and a pair of jeans is an all time look. You can never go wrong with it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, bright colors, not so much. You're not really gonna see me in a lot of like reds or oranges or you know stuff like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Yeah. I don't know. I just uh, it's it's different now. Like in general, I think it's just styles. Like, are you into like the baggy look? Not really. I mean, I, oh shit! Like we lived the baggy look in like the early two thousands. It was like tearaway pants and like just just those massive like bell bottom jeans or whatever that would just get like completely soaked the second you step in a puddle and they just get all frayed to shit. Um, I mean, look at like early Eminem, like Marshall Marshall Mathers like LP, just those baggy ass track pants we wearing all the time. Like yeah. it's a miracle they even stay on his waist like during the show. But no, now it's it's a little bit more like fitted. Like yeah, yeah. No, I like. Um... Like I like like my tops like to be more like baggy like not like no, yeah. not baggy baggy but like I like to be comfortable right like I yeah don't for sure skin tight fitted like you know what I mean anymore yeah. but when it comes to like bottoms like I don't mind it being a little baggy but not that what I see like yeah I, I see so many girls like just like the jeans just like super baggy like yeah I don't know how they do it honestly yeah I don't know how they do it either but uh, no nah, I mean same time too clothes that are body conscious I mean. I kind of like that. I've been working out lately, you know, just like, you know, I want to look good, feel good. So have something that reflects that too. That's true, eh? Like, see, Ange is, is, you know, he's, he's evolving, I think. Yeah. He's a different guy now. We're getting him there. Yeah, soon enough, soon enough, you know? He's got the different colors, different shoes, you know, hats maybe next. Hats maybe next. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we, we man, we took, you took like so much off the sides, like, it's, he cut off a lot of hair. Okay. I gave him a nice tip for that. A lot of meat off. <laughs> literally, like, it was like, it was literally a lion's mane. Now there's, now there's, you know. Yeah, now, now you've got just good lettuce. You don't have, like, an entire produce section going on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey, like, you know, the produce section, it lasted a solid 11 months. That's not bad. Usually produce expires very quickly. So wait, but like, is this the, like the angel of the future? Like just that? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. This so was, not, but I had this hair. I had this hair before the the long hair. Your hair was yeah. a little longer actually. But this is the shortest I think it's ever been. It is. It no, is. but like, are you gonna let that grow out again? No. No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I've had yeah. enough. That, shit. that was too much, yeah. just because of the barbers. Next. I can't wait. We we gotta get him like the rainbow Takashi six <laughs> nine look going. Yeah. Oh, oh also, I gotta ask you, who does he look like? Famous. Well, let me let me get John the Wick. Yes. Yeah, it's like if he gets a puppy, leave it the fuck alone, yeah. or he will come after you. Yeah. <laughs> wow, got it. Uh, I know. I tried to see. I was like, yeah, he's saying Keanu and stuff. I don't know. I was like, I was like, I think he's smart enough. Oh hell, let me go get it. <laughs> but um, before we wrap it up today. Um, we haven't done Gun of the Week in a while. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is a great pairing because I think you are, you're obviously a military background and stuff. Yeah. So, guys, come up with a Gun of the Week right now. Like, well, I know you're, I know I you're looking, you're looking at, at a Gun of the Week, but yeah. We'll, no, 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 you can say it like, and see what he thinks. Yeah. Okay, well, for, first of all, you know what the M82 is. Yes. M82A1 or M107 in the U.S. military. Yeah, yeah. They made an M82A2, which is a shoulder-mounted version. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Which, the first time I saw that, I thought that was kind of crazy. That is wild. Who's that, Dwayne Schrute right there? <laughs> I don't know, man. Let me see, let me see. Some CIA guy holding this gun. You're gonna put you can put it on the screen and whatever. Obviously. Oh, well, I'm not doing. That's the picture I saw. And I thought that like this is the M82A1, normal like shoulder mounted 50 cal type thing. Yep. But then, hello. That's like what is? Like a fucking rocket launcher. What what is is it's like they literally took the shoulder plate from a stinger. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I. That, I don't understand why they would make that. that what it, what it would be used for? I I don't know. It was very weird. 
Yeah. Like, that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, that would be a different shooting profile. I mean, especially because you think something like that is meant to take out, like, material, mostly vehicles rather than people. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't see the practicality of it being a shoulder-fired weapon. Yeah. yeah. Like, or at least from, at least a setup like that way. Like, I would mm -hmm. want to use a regular buttstock. No. Yeah. No. No. Jeez. Me, it's a C6 light machine gun. I mean, I was a machine gunner for a little while on some of the courses I was on. And, That's great. Um, I love that thing. It was reliable. Um, you know, even like with a full tripod and like mounted setup, you could reach out and touch somebody from 2,800 meters out. Mm. Um, you know, super reliable platform, you know, just easy to swap out barrels when you need to. Yeah, they're a pain in the ass to keep clean, but that's what you got your whole section for anyway. So, and at the end of the day, like if you actually were in a firefight, I'd want to be behind that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you have the experience. You've actually shot these type of guns. Yep, that's yeah. him right there. I caught him. On <laughs> I, I wish that was me, though. No. <laughs> Jeez. No. Did you ever have it mounted on a vehicle, or no? You just go down. No, we, we would always be like dismounted, or at most, like you would have it in basically like a, a fixed position kind of tripod setup. So they would remove the butt stock, and you basically have different optics on the top there. You could uh, attach like thermal imaging devices to it, or a regular C79 mm -hmm. uh, optical scope if you wanted to, but. Um, yeah, I just think it's funny. Like he's got it like on a vehicle there, but the bipod is still out at the end. Yeah, it's just like well, yeah, no, you, you've already got it fixed. Like at that point, it's just it's like, like dangling there. Yeah, yeah, it is. What the Why? What the fuck? Yeah, that's just that's kind of funny. Yeah, because you can just like fold those up. But anyway. All right, you both have your guns. There you go. Yeah, the Americans yeah. call it the uh, the M240. So the running joke is yeah. one in doubt, two forty out. Yeah, jeez. Beautiful round. So hey, well, maybe one day you come out of retirement, eh? Start shooting those. No. Can you bring us to a shooting range or something one day? Um. Well, that's just it. I mean, like, I, I don't actively shoot myself. Like, I'm not a gun enthusiast or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, I, I have friends that are. I mean, I've got one close friend that's uh, RCMP. And, awesome. um, you know, I'm definitely not against, you know, going out and popping off some rounds a few times. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, one time, like, you haven't shot a gun either, right? So I have. I'm a gun guy, like... and I haven't shot a single real bullet. Oh, we, we got to get you christened. Yeah, like, there's yeah, gun tats I... all over him. Everywhere, no, yeah. everywhere, everywhere, man. You, you gotta get the sleeves now. Yeah, I'm gonna do just sleeves of just guns. Just guns, all guns, all different guns. All different guns. <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty jokes. Okay, you, you have military tats, right, too, right? Uh, no, no, oh, nothing no, no, nothing yet. I mean, I, I do want to, but, you know, in, in military culture, it's kind of like called being like super moto. So if you get like your unit tattoos or things that are like insignia of your unit or things like that, it, it almost seems like kind of cliche or like kind of lame, but yeah. And everybody's different to each their own. I mean, a lot of them tell roll their own the story. Mm -hmm. Just roll up the dog tags. Yeah, no, no, I'll keep them hidden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I would like to get some pieces done today. More so as just a tribute to others rather than just kind of touting my own story, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. no, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's all different, right? Like, it is, once, yeah. Once you're in there and stuff, and uh, yeah. it's definitely cool. But yeah, we want we want to shoot for sure. Maybe make a video. That'd be fun. I think I'm, oh, I'm done yeah. airsofting. I want to shoot real guns now. Yeah, I know. At the range. Yeah. Just, see how accurate just don't become John Wick. Yeah. That's all I It's like Pringles, man. Once you pop, the fun don't stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Just yeah. don't kill my dog. Yeah. yeah. Definitely or steal his car. Or steal my car, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Then I'll keep the guns on the range. Fuck it. If yeah. I ever shoot one. Then you're going to be in Cyberpunk after that. Uh-oh. going to live forever. Yeah. Just, oh, I don't know what that game is. It's gut shit stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. I've heard the horror stories. Yeah, that's all you really need to know. But, uh, Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up there before we go on for eight hours. So cool. I think, but yeah, I appreciate you having me on. No, thanks for having and me back. Always. It's always good to chat, and uh, we'll do it again soon. No, for hundred percent. And uh, for our listeners, uh, just once again, letting you know, you can listen to us on all anchor streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're not on SoundCloud anymore, so do not go there. Um, <laughs> and we're also available 
on Instagram, TikTok. We're posting a lot there. Don't like TikTok. I know you hate that too, but it's the sound of cock makes. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> or they wrote that song that guy. What was the name? Yeah, from, oh, like, no, uh, Kesha. Yeah, Kesha, yeah, yeah. Kesha. Oh, man, there's a throwback. <laughs> oh, my God. Really throwback. And then, uh, yeah, and, we, and we're on YouTube, obviously, as well. We, we've been uploading pretty much every day, so you can catch us there. But anyways, that is a wrap from us for an episode of The Rip. I'm Vince. We had Damon here. That was a wrap for episode 11 of The Rip. And now we're going off The Rip. Later. Later. <laughs> Peace.